Papercut podcast strives to be evocative and inclusive. Every Monday, we cut below the surface with folks that make the Winnipeg arts and culture scene thrive. Welcome to Papercut Podcast. My name is Jared Gochin. I'm Olivia Michaelchuk. We're here with Sophie Stevens. And tell us about yourself, please. Well, um, I like long walks on the beach. Um, I do musical things. I did not come prepared for this at all, so my answers are going to be very whack. But um, yeah, no, I've been recently trying to do as much songwriting as humanly possible and jamming with a billion different people and trying to figure out exactly um, where I want to go with music and Outside of the music thing, I'm an adult literacy tutor, so, yeah. Whoa, cool. Interesting. Did you go to school for that? Um, no, I actually, it was more of a, like, oh, I know a person who knows a person, and they had this beautiful, amazing kind of job thing lined up. Um, I'm sociology major, and so it's been really cool learning about the education system and how it affects different people, like marginalized groups and everything, and so then I found out that there was this... Uh, adult literacy program in my neighborhood. Um, I don't know if I can give the like address or not, but uh, and it basically a bunch of like people who didn't get their GED, like their um, didn't graduate from elementary school or high school, uh, get to come and relearn things and get to start their lives again. So it's really awesome. So you're kind of like a high school teacher. Yeah, in a way. Like I, I teach. Um, there's two different programs. One of them is for like getting their elementary school kind of thing, like learning how to read and write, and then there is the high school graduate kind of program thing, um, and so I'm kind of in the middle ground and just teaching people, uh, some of them are do- learning basic math, and some of them are learning like incredible like essay writing skills, so kind of varies and everything, so yeah. Cool. Probably. That's mm-hmm. a really interesting job. Mm. For yeah. someone so young, especially. Yeah, no, I'm quite amazed. I- I've always really liked working with people and trying to like be as patient as possible with people, because education is one of those things where... If you're, if you're, you have to, of course, be ready to learn and everything, but like if your teachers aren't going to help you, it's kind of pointless. So it's been really quite eye opening for sure. And how long have you been doing that? Uh, since September of this year, 20, yeah, 2017, I guess, yeah. And when did you graduate high school? Um, like two months before that. So, oh, wow. <laughs> in, yeah, so I guess you're like super relevant for the position because you're like, oh, I just did this yeah, a month ago. Basically, so it's fine. Just let me fresh. in. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Wow. yeah. So the the kind of people do you you see there? Like I remember high school. For me, it was like, okay, I, I got to do this, but I don't want to be here. These people now they're coming back because they obviously want to be there. They want to finish. They're ready to learn. Totally. I mean, and the thing is like a lot of the reasons why people drop out of school in the first place is because they've got ridiculous issues at home that they can't deal with. And there's like racism in the schools and classism and just a whole slew of oppression going down in our education systems. And so now that they're further away from cruel, cruel uh, high school kids and also just the systems in general, they've been through it and so they're ready they're more prepared to come back or they now have the opportunities like they've um figured out how like the steps to get back on their feet i guess not that it is their fault at all in the slightest that they're where they're at but um they're in a place where they can better accept the like education that they need to get so yeah it's quite yeah fantastic so that's sophie stevens by day and now we want Sophie Stevens by night. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, my superhero persona. Yeah, yes. so tell us a little bit about your superhero persona. Oh man, well I guess this <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a cape yet. I ditched that in grade seven, thank 
God. Did you actually have a cape? Yeah, yeah. It's better to get that out in the open. I was like, I don't know if I was just trying to be edgy or if I just didn't want to get along with people. But I was like, you know, I'm going to wear a purple cape to school as often as possible. And yeah. They let you do that. Yeah, no, my high school was a beautiful place. (laughs) Of course, I never would have done it now that I'm thinking about it, but it was a good opportunity to let that out of my system, I guess. But yeah, so not cape anymore. Now I just do music, which is less cool, but more superhero-y, I guess. Mm -hmm. Maybe, I don't know. Um, Yeah, to actually answer the question, I guess. (laughs) I've been, I've always really, really liked music a whole lot um, and listened to as much as possible and bothered people about it and went to shows and everything and uh, have always performed because I've had a very musical family and very musical upbringing, like through choir and everything at my school. And so then just this summer, I met a bunch of people at Shine On Music Festival and realized like, oh, hey, I guess like I could write songs like all my favorite people do. And so I've been kind of songwriting for the past however many months it's been since August, like six or eight or something. Sure. Something like we don't that. do math on yeah, yeah. Oh, that's great. Very apparent. We do not do that's, math. You know what? Fine. Yeah. That's, that's good. If like, you could help us with that. <laughs> Am I, I'm the English department. Oh, okay. so, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. Right. It was worth a shot. Sunday afternoons, no math. Yeah. It's yeah. a bummer. But yeah. So, um, and also, yeah, no, just been trying to jam with people and write my own music and work on my own project. Um, and also in Micah Ehrenberg's band recently. Well, I guess not really recently. It's recent to me in the grand scheme of life, I guess. So that's been interesting and weird and exciting. So Yeah, how did that come about? Um, well, at that music festival, I had um, ended up like just kind of sitting down in the right place, and I'd met him, and I had um, been like heard his music a lot before, and was like a big fan. And then uh, one of my friends kind of sat down beside me, and was like, "Hey, Micah, like." Sophie knows how to play one of your songs on this tiny little keyboard that we had there at China. And it was like one of those, I don't know, crummy children keyboards. And then Mike was like, all right. And so then I played it. And I was like, okay, this is like really awkward, but whatever. And then I played it. And then he was what like... What song was it? I was unlucky. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nice. It was like... <laughs> I decided last year... Um, before I graduated, I was like, I'm just gonna learn this for graduation so I can make everyone cry. So I just taught myself how to play it and a few of his other tunes and then showed up and was like what up I guess um and then we jammed and he was like okay so you know, join the band I guess and yeah, that's where that's how that happened <laughs> very wow. weird that it, it is much weirder than I thought it was yeah be. I, I mean like not it, even it seemed like it would like that seems like you would have to like I don't know submit a resume or something I know right <laughs> like, like, <laughs> I was baffled I just had to be drunk at a music festival I guess that's how all good things happen apparently but no I, I'm very I was it's weird in a good way, not so much like I'm creeped out or anything. Right, no, I'm not either, sorry. <laughs> it's very creepy of both of oh, you. Yeah. so disturbing, God. <laughs> yeah. So what have you been working on recently? Um, in, I've been trying to get enough material to actually record like an EP or an album going down. Solo? I've, completely solo? Yeah. Nobody um, else on it? Oh, well, no, I guess I'd definitely, there's no way in hell I'd be able to play drums <laughs> or like half the other instruments. Yeah, you don't world, want it to be like a, an acoustic album. You want I some folks on it with you. Yeah, definitely. I think that making music with other people is like so important. And I'm still trying to find, um, I'm still trying to find people to actually play on it and to like be in a band and everything with me because I've been still very new to this community and figuring out who does what and who's good at what and who's not so good at what. <laughs> and uh, so I'm, yeah, but I'd, I'm really 
quite passionate about jamming with people, so hopefully I can get some very lovely people to collaborate and we can write tunes together. It sounds like a weird, like a Craigslist ad or something <laughs> for a podcast or whatever. <laughs> sound like a nerd, but yeah, no, I'd love to do, I've been working on recording some, uh, like this solo acoustic stuff. Like, uh, Micah had come over for a week and we recorded a bunch of piano tracks cause my main instrument is piano. And so we, um, just recorded a bunch of that and then, did vocals and everything like just to get kind of a track down to see what it would sound like if we were just recording me and it, it doesn't sound that bad i'm kind of impressed at recording abilities so yeah not mine other people's but yeah no, well really i cool. did do an interview with michael once for the manitoban and he said that he wishes he could be a drummer so if you just switch him to the back exactly give him a mic easy peasy right just yeah. get Micah to be here behind you somewhere give him right? a pair of sunglasses or something <laughs> yeah no totally gotta ride out the wave of like being his buddy next to him on stage and then he can be mine I don't know we'll figure right. it out but yeah, yeah. <laughs> seems like a good partnership yeah if you could build a band with not even local musicians but just musicians that have inspired you oh. who would oh. be in your band Oh, dang. Okay. Uh, shoot. Local ones would be fun, though, because yeah. oh, this is also could gosh. be your Craigslist. Like, this could be your bringing the tiny piano to that's them once true. more. Oh, that's so beautiful. Okay, well, dang, I should have came prepared with more local artists. I've honestly, like, I'm more just, I hear band names, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, I'm going to learn everything about them music-wise, but then I never get to know the actual people behind the bands. Right. Um, so I can't, don't even know if I could drop names. I could, uh, I'm pretty good. Yeah, like, you just like if you say the drummer of this, I could probably tell you who it is. Oh, shoot, okay. <laughs> Honestly, like I don't even think I could like begin because. Well, okay, this one's a little dorky because my music's a lot more folky. But Mobina Galore are just like the most talented, badass human beings on the entire planet. And I, I don't know their names actually, but okay, that's like the one that I don't. Oh dang! Okay, <laughs> yeah, no, totally. Um, I feel like yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not sure I could tell you. Other than, like, the cliche of just getting John K. Sampson to write all of my lyrics. But um, <laughs> I've mostly just been exploring, like, the local scene recently because I have... I am very new to everything because, I mean, I wasn't even... <laughs> I wasn't even allowed to go into bars to see music up until, like, recently. So, um, yeah, <laughs> quite lame. Yeah, even just y'all asking me to be in the podcasting, I'm just like, I'm just a baby. I don't know anything. So. Which is kind of why yeah. we want you here, because it's like, we've all been here for mm -hmm. a bit. Like, exactly. so it's nice to be like, what is this, like, fresh perspective? And <laughs> it's like, new, like, yeah. like <laughs> what is this thing? <laughs> no, totally. It's, I'm, it's very, yeah, it's ridiculous fun to like explore this stuff and even though I, I I it's hard because often like when you are a younger person in a group you know that people are going to be like oh you're so small and all this stuff and like sometimes it's hard to just not be like defensive and be like no I know things like I know what I'm doing and I can completely acknowledge that I have no clue what I'm doing and a little awkward human being but like it's still just as much fun to learn and figure it out so yeah so how about every local Winnipeg band just comes and adopts me and, like, ships hey. me around? You know, that's my Craigslist. Great yeah. collab. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just take care of me, you know. That works. For yeah. sure. So someone so new to the scene, what would be one thing that you've noticed that you'd want to change about the scene? Oh. <laughs> okay. This one might be a little heavy, 
I don't know. We cut but... deep on Paper Cut Podcast. Whoa. Can I can I snap? Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very jazzy thing. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, well, as a like someone who's very very passionate about sociology, it's very hard for me to look around the scene and see um, so much like abuse and violence and just like a lot of animosity towards people like I and a lot of it is based on like well okay I don't I want to phrase it carefully because I don't want to speak out of terms or anything I'll, there's a lot of people who have gone through a lot of garbage in this community like people abusive relationships or um people who are marginalized who are experiencing like homophobia or racism and uh, sexism and all this stuff and it's really hard because I know that there's a deep like segregation it seems in the music community um and i know that people are trying very very hard to um be more inclusive like y'all getting a bunch of wonderful different people to you know interview and all this stuff and um and i just i think that what i would want to change is kind of corny but i just want people to heal i guess to be able to feel safe in venues i want people who have been hurt um by musicians and artists in the community to be able to speak up and be like, yeah, this person has hurt me, um, and to be able to feel safe where they are. And I also want the people who have hurt people to be able to learn about the pain that they have caused and to be able to change. Um, and it's kind of difficult because I know that uh, a lot of people are banned from certain areas, and it makes a lot of sense because like, we don't want predators, we don't want creepy, mean, evil people like in our community. Um, but I also wish that there was a way that these people could learn and grow and heal and like make peace with these people so that the people who have been hurt can grow and like move past their pain because I've been there before with like deep suffering for people cause and like you don't want to see those people in public places but like yeah I wish that those I wish that there was some kind of healing that we could do for a lot of that and I know that's really I think that, heavy, well, but... that's a great point I think is that sometimes there's um there's a missing step that we haven't really got mm -hmm. to. We've gotten to the point of this person needs to be banned and that's being accepted. There's safe yeah, space policies. Definitely. But then the next step is now what? Yeah. And it's like there's a little bit of a disconnect as to how the people that have been hurt can heal mm -hmm. from the... And there's so many complications that are involved that it's just a very difficult and touchy subject and together we need to be able to figure out a way to do that. And yeah. It's going to be... A tough a tough journey definitely and I've been uh, trying to figure out a way to even begin that kind of stuff because it is absolutely it would have to be a community effort like everyone would probably need to be involved and I've been learning a lot about um, indigenous restorative justice circles and how and I don't mean to speak out of turn because I'm still learning a lot so I don't mean to say anything I say sounds correct or anything because I'm very um, new and acknowledge that uh, that I'm very privileged in everything and that I'm just trying to learn all the knowledge that I can about it but just uh, where people are able to um, get together in the community and have the, the person who has been hurt um, and talk to the person who has done the hurting and have a community effort of like helping the abuser or the person who's committed the crime to understand like the weight of their um, actions while also enabling the, the person to speak up and feel validated um and just start a path of healing for everyone because i've also found that like a lot of people who have been um who cause abuse or who do 
criminal things or just like things that hurt people um a lot of the times they're either not doing it out of they're they're oftentimes either ignorant um uh well they're always ignorant to someone's uh, that they're hurting someone but um they're either suffering themselves or it's like systemically ingrained like toxic masculinity or anything like that and so it's kind of like it's hard to be patient with those people because they have caused hurt, but I know that something has to be done so that they can learn. So it's like, yeah, it's a very, very complex, nuanced thing. Right. And the restorative justice circles, I believe as well, is a collective decision on what, I guess, the punishment. I don't want to yeah. say the word punishment, but this is what will have to be done in order for the healing to begin. Exactly. So it's a, a collective decision as to what needs to be done. And I mm-hmm. think that could be a very helpful model based on like, if all the people uh, many people in the community are doing this research and understanding that like this is a a possibly really helpful first step into like looking at some other ways of Mm -hmm. ensuring that there's justice done to the people that are being affected by it but yeah yeah because it's a yeah it's a it's a big issue and i yeah i just want to cliche just hug everyone but i know that you know of course it's systemic problems not just love and hope and peace and everything right definitely Ay, ay, ay. Do you yeah. tackle any types of these hard-hitting issues in your music? Um, yeah, I I try. Not to... this one specifically, but any type of like, yeah, concern, societal concern. I'm a big old anti-capitalist, so so I try to write a lot about that. Um, most of my songs are either like love songs, songs trying to figure out myself, and songs about how much I hate capitalism. So I mean, yeah, no, uh, and just trying to figure out ways. Yeah, I, I don't know. Lyric-wise, I think that I try to write lyrics that make sense to myself because there's a lot of confusion in my life and everything, but I also try to make it relatable to people and their struggles and everything. So, yeah, uh, it's it's a bummer, but it's also really beautiful that people get to talk about those things. So, yeah. And you're releasing music often now, like just mm-hmm. on Facebook. Yeah, I'm trying to do... I mean, okay, I've already failed so far because I was supposed to do a cover video yesterday and then I wasn't actually at home with a guitar. But And then I was out all day today. But um, yeah, I'm trying to do... Um, while I'm trying to get like recording actual music down for like listening purposes, I'm kind of just doing videos right now of like original songs and of cover songs. Um, so yeah, that's been really fun. Thursdays for the originals um, and Saturdays for the covers? Yeah, Tuesdays for originals, I think, unless I'm screwing up my own schedule. But yeah, <laughs> Tuesdays originals and then Saturdays covers, hopefully starting soon now that I can really unscrew up my scheduling. But yeah. Right, definitely. Uh, so as a new musician, how important is it that you're doing Facebook Lives? Like, how has the reception been? Is the music reaching a wider audience like that? I mean, I don't want to be naive and say, yes, everything's going so well, because I obviously have no clue of, like, the scope of these things, but um, I'd say that, like, when I do live videos, people are alerted of them, and then they get, they can watch them and be like, nice, or they can watch them and be like, oh, look at this nerd, or whatever, but, uh, <laughs> so it's it's been pretty, uh, it's been cool to see who watches it, um, because I used to do it just on my personal Facebook page, and now I'm moving more to actually having, like, a page for my music and not just like my memes and stuff or whatever and so (laughs) so it's been really cool to see who tunes in to what um seeing the good old comments from my grandma saying i love you so much sophie (laughs) this is great although you know on the facebook pages but yeah no i think that it's uh it's it's been 
yeah, definitely interesting to see who watches it. And I know that when I had first posted one of my first videos, Micah had shared it, and he's got some nice people following his music, so then more people checked out my music, and I was like, what are you doing? I didn't even comb my hair for this video, but (laughs) whatever. So yeah, it's been cool to see. Yeah, I think I just said that around 600 times. Whatever. (laughs) Well, it's cool. cool. So do you ever... It's cool, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool. cool. Now we're we're even. Yeah. Uh, Is there ever a time that you write a song that you're like, I really hope this person sees it or I really hope this person doesn't see it like write it about a dude and be like I hope he sees this jerk and I hope my grandma doesn't watch this or doesn't get it oh yeah you know there's always that I mean I'm a really dramatic person so if I write a song about someone most of the time I make the lyrics really specific so no one can understand it but that person and then they can get it and they're just like oh god like they just like freaking targeted me or something but like uh, it's it's difficult because a lot of the subject matter that I write about like, I've been trying to get better at making more, like, uh, what are these called? Finger quotes. Finger, oh. I'm doing finger quotes. Let that it be known. is, like, the theme of the month. Every single guest that we've had <laughs> has done those for the month of May. Okay. Wow. And we have to say that because you can't actually see them. Exactly. Right. I mean, like, and we have to say finger quotes. Finger quotes are coming up. Amazing. Yeah. Well, here, I'll do them really loudly. <laughs> fingers, fingers cracking. <laughs> <laughs> Subtitles, yeah. No, um... Uh, wait, what was I saying? Finger quotes. Uh, uh, bad exes. Just probably, <laughs> honestly. Oh, I we were talking about them. music uh, that you would write and you hope that that person sees it. Oh, yeah. So, like, a lot of it's... Oh, yes. Quote-unquote relatable or whatever content. Oh, there yeah, we go. Yeah, okay. But I don't, I don't like writing relatable music. Not because I'm trying to be some edgy, hip teen or whatever. It's more just because I find that for writing lyrics, for me, it's a way to get, like, people to listen which sounds dorky, but, like, I find a lot of times that people don't do a lot of listening in this world. Like, they do a lot of talking. Like, in conversation, people get very nervous, so they they talk about themselves, and they don't ask questions, and and so it's, like, it's it's hard to feel like your your opinions are validated or that people care about you and stuff when, like, they're not good conversationalists or, or they just don't know how to listen. And so, for me, especially going to high school, you know, kids are goofs so they don't know how to listen they don't have social skills and not to say that I was better or anything anyway I'm getting off topic um so I use music as a way to like say what I want to say and I mean people are going to be listening already for like the song so it's kind of like nice if I can just say whatever I want to say and if someone can relate to it then heck yeah like I've had people come up I don't mean like I'm famous or something god damn but (laughs) I've had like people come up after hearing a song and be like dude that lyric just like sent me back to my childhood or whatever. I'm just like, that was definitely not what that was about in the slightest, but I'm so happy that you can actually relate to it. So it's like, yeah, I don't know. It's a way for me to just explode. I don't think I'm... I think I'm going on a tangent. What was the original question? Lyrics? And... Do you not want your grandma to hear songs about oh, your ex? yes! <laughs> was kind of what I was getting at, but I said it much nicer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yes, okay, to narrow it, or to go back to that, I guess... Um, or songs that you like are sub lyricing. Sub lyricing. All of my lyrics are sub lyrics. It's so bad. Um, but I never write mean ones. They're mostly just like my heart is exploding or or life's 
good or life's bad. Like, I, I try not to be jerks about people. I, right. I once wrote a song about one of my exes called I Dated a Capitalist, and it was just like, <laughs> it was so bad. And, like, I don't play it <laughs> because it was just like, it was the most biting I'd ever been. Because I just try to be, like, empathetic and realize that people are going through their own things, so that's why they hurt me or whatever. Even if I'm still, like, in pain, I don't want to be jerks about it. So most of my songs are just, yeah, about... Uh, a lot of a lot of tunes are about boys, but a lot of tunes are also just about living and stuff. So, grandma can listen to whatever she wants, and take away from it, you know. And everyone else's grandma can too. I encourage it. <laughs> yeah. So, like to go back to what you were saying before, do you ever have that where, or does it happen often? I should say where people will come up and say this made me feel this, and like the intention was like completely different, like. <laughs> Is that like, for you, is that like, okay, you took something away and that's good? Or mm-hmm. is it like, oh, no, it's actually about this? Oh, no, I, I, I want people to be able to hear what I write and like feel whatever they're going to feel. Like, if someone happens to feel the exact situation that I'm writing about, I'd be a little bit concerned because like, so, <laughs> so many of the things that I talk about are like so specific. Like, I have a line that's something about like, still having wood chips in my coat from a car wash adventure. Like, if someone's just like, oh, man, yeah, you're speaking to me, I would kind of be, like, weirded out. Which is totally possible, (laughs) though, in Winnipeg, because wood chips in your jacket is a very festival thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But also, you shouldn't be washing your car in February, because it'll freeze. That's true. You see, there's some, like, like alluding I gotta do to make it less specific, but it's... (laughs) Oh, yeah. I think it was because I'd rolled around in a playground, like, like an idiot, just, like, running around, being a goof with someone, and, like, yeah, with my best friend at the time, and then it's a song about them, so, like, it's one of those things where they're never gonna hear that song, because they're, like, out of my life, but, like, I'm still writing music about things that are really specific, and so I I hope that people can, like, take away, when they listen to what I'm writing, something that makes them feel, because I know that, like, um, when I hear music from my favorite musicians, um, that's like one of the first things that I notice is like if they can speak to me because I found that oh man this is gonna sound so edgy but like whatever it is what it is <laughs> I, I don't I'm a very uh like awkward and kind of nerd of a human being and don't we always, can confirm uh, yeah, no, just exactly, <laughs> exactly no better to be honest um and sometimes I just like don't get people like I just there's just some things I don't get about people, and I don't like what they talk about, and I'm just That's like, not awkward. That's normal. I know. Yeah. And at least you're not pretending. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, like, if anything, you're real. You're not awkward and weird. Well, that's good. I guess I didn't want to say, like, I'm a real person, you know? <laughs> but, <laughs> Which is totally okay, because we had a guest, Carol, that came in that was just, like, people on resorts... Oh. They're not real people. No, they go not at all. You just shivered. So you just <laughs> shivered at the sound of the word resort. Oh, it yeah, freaks me right out. So, uh, yeah, sorry. Going back to your oh, favorite yeah. musicians. Um, yeah, like all my favorite musicians write really obscure stuff or just write stuff that like when I can relate to it, I just feel something really great. Because like, I find that if I talk to someone, not everyone can relate to how I'm feeling. Just, uh, or yeah, I have a really hard time connecting with certain people just because they don't. Like, not everyone gets along with everyone, but for me in particular, I feel like I'm I'm really good friends with maybe, like, one or two people, and I know that that's probably normal for a lot of people, but it just can feel really, really alienating when you're in, like, a big public place trying to, like, be friends with everyone in the room and trying to, like, <laughs> I've heard the phrase, like, chameleon so that you can, like, adapt to everyone, and I do that a lot, um, and so it's 
it can get really exhausting, um, especially because I'm new and trying to learn about every different person in this community. It's a good exhausting, but sometimes it can be just like tiresome if I haven't found someone who I can like just relax with. And so when I can hear lyrics that I can relate to, I'm just like, ah, oh, sweet. I don't have to talk to a person for a week or whatever <laughs> to feel validated. And and so like if someone can take something from my music and feel less, you know, alone, alone or whatever, then then uh. And yeah, then that's just so awesome, regardless of what it means to them. So who would you compare yourself to musically? <sighs> like if you were to explain your music to someone, who would you use as like, I'm kind of like this. Oh, shoot. Okay. I guess musically, I was listening to Joni Mitchell on the way here. I was listening to Blue. And like oh my the, gosh, it's my favorite I album. Know, isn't it just so It's so perfect. good. <laughs> and I just like, I love the way that she just like, she'll sing from the bottom of her register and then just like do acrobatics around the scales and sometimes throws in scales that shouldn't be there but she makes them work and just like just yeah kills it that way um i just love it when musicians don't just just don't always follow regular patterns so they take a few lessons to like to um to like really appreciate it because sometimes you, you listen to a song and it's like it takes forever to get familiar with the song so you don't like it at first but then you can settle into it and it's more rewarding to listen to because there's so many different parts that you're trying to memorize so i guess like musically speaking i try to jump around a lot and i have like some of the same vocal inflictions as her i mean <laughs> not not as good at all but just like for melody wise i just try to jump all over the place because that's just what i like to hear um there's a great uh, thing that I read recently that I didn't send you. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> but uh, so the song Carrie. Oh, awesome. There, someone found Carrie and interviewed him. Wowee! So like I had all of like all the things that I thought the song was about. And she like interviewed that some person, <laughs> I think like from Vice or something, interviewed Jeez. Carrie, who the song was about. And it's just like <laughs> this wild thing to be like, that is not what I thought all of those things meant and there was a point where he was saying like yeah like there's uh, they mentioned the mermaid cafe and he's mm -hmm. like after she mentioned that song that place that had all of these people coming in and like oh i'm at the mermaid cafe where Joni." and he got was mad because Joni mentioned the mermaid cafe where he used to go and it was just like this divey <laughs> greek place where they used to smash like their wow. wine glasses down and now he's just like people would show up to the mermaid cafe and smashed their wine glasses and he was pissed off at her what jerks <laughs> <laughs> but that's what Joni sang about so wow that's amazing oh i love hearing explanations even though i like applying them to my own life like hearing the actual meanings behind songs is just so much fun yeah definitely oh, right on but i do yeah. catch some of those things you really and also the the your lyrical phrasing i guess too is oh, quite yeah. lovely thanks and like Appreciate a lot that. of um I want to say plain language, uh, mm -hmm. like a lots of like, this is something relatable, like this is very sweet and yeah. accessible. Yeah. yeah. And it's oh. just like a very sweet and charming and like, uh, also very like emotional, like a lot of Micah's songs as well, as much mm -hmm. as you like, there's a couple of Micah songs where like, I actually have to leave the room cause like, I'm not crying <laughs> yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be part of this. Like when he said uh, something about too dumb and too young or I was just like I gotta go you know, know. and there's a couple times that I'm enough. like listening to your songs I'm like I'm really glad I'm doing this at home because I really couldn't <laughs> handle this in a public place yeah. so your Aww. first have you had a sh solo show no I've been trying to get that organized I've been not lazy but really busy because I just exams just finished because I did first year university when I wanted to try pursuing music like idiot so <laughs> uh so yeah no I've just been trying to 
I've been trying to figure out how to do stuff. Like, it sounds really dorky, and I'm just, I'm just going to admit that I just don't know a lot of things. So I've just been trying to reach out to people um, and try to, yeah, book some shows, some solo stuff, because I've mostly just been doing stuff with Micah, um, which I'm definitely not complaining about in the slightest. Um, but yeah, it'll be really exciting to see. Gil's podcast learn. would be great to listen to. He yeah. talks a lot yeah. about booking shows. And All right. Podcasts. Yeah. Get them up, yeah. Um, do you find that a lot of people are helping you, you know, and just going to them saying, hey, I don't know how to do this. Like, is the scene been really receptive? Like, totally. Like, it's... <laughs> Like I said, it's really hard to admit when you don't know something because you feel like a dork. But because everyone already knows that I'm a dork, I'm just kind of playing into it and just being like, you know what? Help me, please. Um, I have... Start a podcast. That's the best way to do it. Exactly. If you don't know anything about anything, you start a podcast and be like, I am going to ask you questions. Don't worry about it. But all I'm doing is just like... Actually learning. I'm yourself. learning. Oh, so This is awesome because... To you, you were quite a mystery to me, which is just like, <laughs> there's this girl that just like keeps on posting stuff, like she posts videos on Instagram or on Facebook all the time. And then someone's like, re- she's 18, relax. Like, she's 18 years old. I need to talk to her. Like, not relax I did not. Yeah. I did the exact opposite. I was like, yeah. she's 18. Number one, it makes sense that like the social media presence is so strong because you understand that like social media is super important. Yeah. But also at the same time, it's just like, What? 18 where she come from and how is she here and what where did this yeah. happen it was amazing so it's weird i don't get it like and i try not to tell people my age like sometimes people will ask and then i'm just like oh here it comes because i'm just like <laughs> like yeah no um it's just i think that as long as people don't like pick you up exactly <laughs> like, oh. and that's sometimes what it feels like like emotionally they're just like like they're doing like the the cheek pinch you know like of old ladies being like like condescending sometimes straight up and i'm just like even if i don't know more than them in a, in a lot of ways at least i know enough to ask like i'm not being like i don't ever want to be like oh yes yes of course and then not learn and i've done that before in the past especially when it comes to music like hipster elitist stuff like, I'll be honest, I hadn't listened to that one Neutral Milk Hotel album until, like, two years ago, whatever it's called. Over the plane or... This airplane yeah. over the sea, yeah. yeah. And then the, the, the... I don't know what you're talking about. All right. Perfect. So, well, there I'm we not, go. I'm not going to be... I'm stupider <laughs> than you, at least. I'm just kidding. There's at least one in Winnipeg. That's you're amazing. sitting with her. Honestly, oh, no, I shouldn't talk about that album, because I'll either just ruin what people think about me or make them like me, so... I will not do that over a Neutral Milk Hotel album. You should listen to it for my own opinion. <laughs> I don't even know what you're saying, honestly. I don't know what you're saying, exactly. <laughs> oh, some Athens band who makes the sweet, sweet indie hipster stuff. Cool. Uh, yeah. I've always heard that's a very contentious album. Like, if you mm-hmm. don't like it, like, people are like, why? And like, they need yeah. to know. Yeah. And I mean, it's really weird. Like, oh, uh, yeah. Music elitism is a strange thing to me because, like, like behind people's backs will make fun of their music taste just because it's fun to like make jokes with friends like about like oh the person's music taste sucks here's a meme about it or whatever but like i never ever judge people's music taste legitimately because i think that i think that people are gonna listen to what they listen to either way and i shouldn't be a jerk about it but uh yeah the neutral milk hotel thing is is a (laughs) a spectacle (laughs) i didn't listen to it for so long because i knew that like hit people listen to it and i was just like they're gonna talk to me about it like leave me alone <laughs> so yeah no. that's a conversation exactly <laughs> one i don't want to yeah. unload yeah but uh yeah so you're starting to play guitar now or you always have because you said piano is your instrument mm-hmm. yeah no piano is like i've played it 
I started taking piano lessons in grade four, like just classical ones, because I wanted to learn a video game song for a boy I liked. And <laughs> it's weird. Almost all of my musical aspirations have been like, ah, this dude likes this band. I'm going to do it, which I hate saying because I'm my own person with my own musical aspirations and everything. But people that people who you're passionate about will lead you to different passions mm-hmm. and everything. But anyway, that's beside the point. Uh, yeah, I started taking piano and then guitar. I started learning guitar in grade eight because um, my English teacher at the time was really digging the guitar. I thought you were going to say it was super handsome. I, I really liked yeah, him. Yeah, I will admit <laughs> that I was very in love with him. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. we're getting so deep. This is re- yeah, this is real deep. Oh my god, I'm sweating oh. here. Yeah. <laughs> Me too, actually. I'm just like, <laughs> kind of cool. It's like a little bit gossipy. Just, like, yeah, tell exactly. me how hot he was. Tell me about your great English teacher. <laughs> but yeah, no, so of course, had a big old crush on him and was like, I'm going to become Dave Grohl. And, uh, I mean, didn't. I don't have <laughs> facial hair. Uh, have not played in Nirvana before, but I just like started learning guitar chords and everything. And so I've, I've played for a while, but I just like suck at it. So like, I'm just trying to get better and like to actually learn it because it's a secondary, secondary instrument and like piano was my first. I think I'm always going to feel like I'm not good at it just because much like if I learned a second language, I'm probably going to assume like that I suck at it just because I don't speak it all the time and it's not like my common thing. So it's like, yeah, I have an amazing guitar teacher who teaches me how to learn um, and to teach myself and everything. So that's been really nice, but definitely still a little baby on the guitar for sure. And in general, like, and you in general, have a lot of time yeah. to, like... <laughs> to not suck. No. Oh, that's, that's not, not what I meant. <laughs> to get less crappy. Wait, well, that's even worse. you're past the point of just doing chords now, right? Yeah. You're, like, noodling around and stuff. A lot of noodling, yeah. Well, that's right. better than half the dudes at Folk Fest. Oh, Ooh. yes. That was Jeez. good. Wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> Wagon wheel. Oh my god, I will never learn that song ever. You have to. <laughs> I know, but like you could do it on piano. That'd be kind of romantic. That's true. Yeah. I'll just like play the chords and make them fancy, and then I'll start singing, and then people will barf or whatever. It'll be good. <laughs> but yeah. So can you take us through a Sophie Stevens song from the get go, like from scratch? How does okay. it happen? How do I like write a song? Yeah. <sighs> oh, <laughs> a lot of times, um, because both aspects of like both lyrics and melodies um, and, like, chord progressions and everything are super-duper important to me in their own respect. Sometimes it's really hard because I'll have, like, a good melody going down, but then I won't have lyrics. So then if I don't have both at the same time, like, I just won't work on the song. Um, (coughs) Pardon me. And so uh, it's like... Okay, how do I say this without taking 15 minutes? You can Um, take 15 minutes. (laughs) Okay, perfect. (laughs) Uh... Sometimes I'll be sitting on the bus and I will do this. Let it be known that I am gesturing to my arm, um, covered in blue pen. I think mm-hmm. I'm supposed to do that. Um, but then, so I just have like lyrics that I write down. I always keep notebooks around. I just got lazy. Um, and so, and I'll just write a lyric that I really dig on the what bus. What does it say on your arm right now? Oh, I. <laughs> this one says, I hope that birds think I'm soft. Because <laughs> I saw a bunch of birds in the sky. I was like, I want to be their chums, but I, I might be too hard for them. But, um... Like, I, hard, like... Like, this. Oh, oh I think meant, like, I think a bird is fluffy. I hope I'll, they think I'm fluffy. Fluffy, too. Yeah, yeah that, that, too. See, they're taking there meetings. Go, yeah. It's already working. 
Full circle. But, but you still haven't yeah. finished how you started the song. Oh, yeah. Damn. Okay. Yeah, so... It's totally my fault. I'm, like, very much shooting the shit on this one, because I have a lot of fun with you, so I feel like we're doing a lot of back and forth. <laughs> yeah, no, and I dig. more talking than I should be doing. So, oh my gosh, please, no, fine. just... You have the blue pen on your arm. Continue. <sighs> yeah. Thank so you. I mean, <laughs> no, I dig. Uh, it's... It's, um... Yeah, so I usually just, like... Oh, it's so hard, because, like, sometimes I'll write a lyric... And usually when I write a lyric, it's either, like, a snippet, like, a few words, or it's, like, a full-on paragraph. Like, this latest song that I've been working on has just been... I, I wrote it in a park one day. I was like, I'm feeling this. So I wrote an entire song, and I that was, like, months ago, and I still just didn't find a melody for it. And then just the other day, I started singing to it, and I was like, ah, oh, this is what it's supposed to be. So it's kind of like, they have to find each other. They have to, like, go through their own journeys. Like, I'm going to be like, okay, lyrics, go off into this part of the forest. And then, okay, Melody, you're going to go and swim across this creepy lake. And then they converge in the end and, like, make a decent song, I guess. So it's like, sometimes I usually have... Sometimes I usually... I usually have to uh, let them sit for, like, months or weeks and just let them do their own thing, I guess. And then they eventually work together. Sometimes, like... I'll have a song that I've been working on lyric-wise and melody-wise at the same time, and I'll just work on it, and it'll be stuck. And then I'll be, like, working on a new melody, and I'll be like, oh, that lyric from before would work perfectly here. Like, I, yeah. So it's just a lot of picking and choosing, and I, I do a lot of thinking about it. Like, there's never a song that I've written where I haven't put a, way too much energy into, I think. So, yeah, it just depends. And for melodies and chord progressions... Sometimes it's like screaming in the shower, and sometimes I have to sit down and just plunk something out until it sounds good. So I don't even know if there is really a like a formula I follow, because if there was, oh my gosh, I would be using it, <laughs> but it would be much easier. Um, I used to ask people all the time like how they write a song, and they'd always just be like, Ooh, and I'd be like, well, why can't you just give me a hint? But now I know why, because like, it's just, it happens. Um, but I think that sitting down with your instrument or your pen and paper or your digital devices or whatever you record your music on I think just sitting down and dedicating time to it really helps and that's a lot of what I do just like making sure that I'm putting time towards it because much like writing an essay it won't start until you start it <laughs> so like you know sometimes you can wait for inspiration to strike but sometimes you just gotta like oh it's 11:59. this is due at 12 o'clock and just do it I guess yeah nice yeah, so you said started, but... uh, you have inspiration, or maybe, what's the word? Like, in your home, mm -hmm. you have people that are supporting yeah. this. So is that your parents are in music, or your family? Yeah, my mom did a bunch of, like, kick-ass music stuff when she was, like, late 20s, early 30s and stuff, and has her own album, and, like, just, like, did the whole singer-songwriter folky, like, oh my gosh... Not to be all like, oh, I love my mom so much, but like, oh my gosh, I love my mom so much. <laughs> she just is really cool. Um, did just an amazing songwriter. And so, um, and then my dad was in a bunch of punk rock bands when he was younger. He, he's like a killer punk rock drummer. So like, they just all know what music There's is. There's your band right there. That's your first oh, gig. That's a, maybe a little cringe. Well, maybe not. They're the cool. Steven's Band Solution. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. SBS. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're doing all the work for me. This is great. <laughs> exactly. That's what you're going to do. <laughs> She'll book yeah. your first gig, too. Yeah, Perfect. exactly. Thank you. Yeah, you can do all my interviews. Just, like, do a weird Have you ever covered, thing. like, your uh, song that your mom wrote? No, but I, I've actually... There's one song I've been learning that, really, that, like, 
affects me because I never when I was younger I've always been a very very emotional like person and very anxious person so whenever my mom would sing I would always cry because she was so like but like now that I'm a human being and can like control my emotions more a little bit more um I can listen to her music and be like damn that's good stuff so it's it's kind of a weird relationship I have with her music because I'm just getting into it now like listening to what she created um and so that would be really cool. But yeah, and also my brothers are like have been in bands um, and are wicked drummers um, and just like the coolest people. I- I'm very lucky that my like immediate family are so supportive and like nice and and finger quotes hip or whatever <laughs> in their own way. The finger quotes. Oh yeah, <laughs> then you. you don't have to do it. You know? yeah. <laughs> but uh, I can sip yeah. this delicious drink. Brought to you by our sponsor that we do not have yet. You could be our sponsor. Imagine inserting your name here and having someone like Sophie also endorse your product. Oh, yeah. And I'll endorse the heck out of it. Thank you. She's giving thumbs up. Oh, thumbs so up. many. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she's not finger quoting either. She would actually, you know, and we would love to talk about it. Yeah. We love your product. We will love your product. <laughs> Perfect. When you sponsor us. Wishful thinking. Absolutely. Keep going. Your brothers. Are they oh, in yes. bands that are, are like, well-known in the city, or are they... I mean, they don't really... Oh, okay, well, I think that my... Oh, okay, wait, how do I phrase this? Um, <laughs> sorry, I just, like, blanked out. Who are we again? Um, <laughs> no, my... Can I, can I, like, tell their names? I don't know, is that <laughs> dorky? Like, my brother, Zeph... He's cool. He does drummy things. He was in bands, like, when he was, like, a little younger, so when I wasn't, like, a conscious human being again, like, still a gross, nasty teenager or whatever. So I didn't ever... You're 18, his, that way. I know, but, like, a less <laughs> of a human being, you know. Less of a so, teenager? Less of a teenager. <laughs> you know, like, more of a... Not saying that you're gross, it's just funny that you called yourself a gross teenager oh, no, as, as though you're not it, 20. <laughs> or it's not... Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. No, they're, uh... Seth Stevens is in what band? Oh, Rissen, yeah. Zeph Rissen. He's, like, does... Oh, Zeph Rissen. Yeah. He, his last name. He, yeah. They were adopted by aliens or something. No, no. Um, they, uh... <laughs> er, he played drums in... Oh, I feel like a nerd. He played in Newman's and Modern Man, I believe. I feel like I was, like... I used to be so anxious at their shows because they were so loud, and I was, like, 12, and I was like, I can't handle it! So then I would just not participate in them. But, like, yeah, he did a bunch of cool little projects um with his friends like lucas roger and everything um and like i don't remember any of his friends names because i'm a jerk um but whatever and you're 12 and i was 12 so i don't didn't even know how to read you know (laughs) but uh and then my brother ben is doing a really cool uh project doing i don't know if I guess it would be EDM, but I, I don't know if that would be the actual phrase, like, the word for it, but, like, just doing killer, like, music. He's, the stuff that he's recording and doing is just, like, mind-blowing to me, like, the quality that he puts out. Sounds so. like there should yeah. be a band. I a know! Band. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> it would be so cute. It would be pretty cute, pretty wholesome, especially if, yeah, and if, yeah, no, I don't know. But I'm gonna. I know Bina Galore can open for you since we plugged it now. Exactly. Now it has to happen. We'll see if it happens. I don't know. (laughs) Oh, and while I'm talking about all my siblings, I should mention that my my younger sister um, Emma is like amazing songwriter. Like, holy crap! I don't know why she isn't like doing more stuff with it. Well, because she's got other passions, but she's she does like 
Um, yeah, just... Oh, just How old so, is she? She is uh, 17, so she's... Oh, younger so her, she's yeah. got some feels probably going yeah, on. Yeah, totally. Nice. The angst. The angst. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> not to say that I'm not angsty myself, but yeah, no. Um, the angst that feels... The rock and roll. The rock and roll. Yeah. Whoa. That could be your album. <laughs> I would definitely not be taken seriously, but it would still be cool. <laughs> but yeah. No, and so when I should I should say that my brother Ben, his his project's called Now Feel. And it's Whoa. really good. So just I need to like say that because I want people to listen to it because it's so good. Sorry, how did yeah. you say it? Um, now, f- oh, you have to say it the exact same yeah. way. Now feel, yeah. and then you can like do. You can ask that as your outro if you want. Oh, oh. You know, maybe not. We I, don't know how. Yeah, okay. That's fair. <laughs> We're not as talented as your brother, so we can't like fair. clip and move stuff around. Yeah, we can that's, that's only right. edit <laughs> things out, which we have yet. Sometimes when I'm doing a podcast, I'm like, we can edit this out if you need to. And they're like, no, it's fine. But I leave, we leave it on the podcast. And I said, we can edit this out. We don't actually, this is raw stuff, guys. We don't edit anything out at all. That's good. So you can't, like, piece together my words and turn me into some, like, racist jerk or whatever. And if you burp, it's it's on there. It's immortalized. Perfect. Yeah. And if you have a nice sip of the (laughs) beverage from our sponsor. Or, uh, or if you can hear Olivia's stomach before from the delicious burger from your place, from your place that we're supposed to see, that would by. be yeah, your stomach growl from your establishment. And so, if you will write a song about it, just please. I will. This is the end of our day today yeah. of recording, so we're really <laughs> exasperated with trying to get our sponsor. Please fund us. Just God. please sponsor us. You like just give it even a T-shirt. Like we'll, yeah. we'll say we'll, your company. We'll, we'll say we're wearing. It. We'll say we it. Even, it. even if it's like a XL or something like that, it just yeah. doesn't fit. Then we can both wear it. Oh, That'd yeah. be really cute. Send us a really big shirt. Yeah. <laughs> you can't see their desperate faces, but I can. It's really <laughs> <The> adorable. <laughs> <laughs> we really need this. Yeah. Um, anyways, we are coming to the end of the podcast. Um, as you could tell from our blatant. Well, that was double rock and roll hands oh, yeah. from Sophie, yeah. and they were like flipping around. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Sorry. We gotta have like not a closed caption, but like a subtitle for like hand gestures. Because yeah. you were talking with uh, we were interviewing the uh, Born Sisters. Mm-hmm. Uh, this afternoon, and Olivia was like talking about like the hand movements. And, they were like, doing lots of hand circles. They yeah. were talking. For some reason, I've been uh, dabbling with tarot cards, oh, and yeah. it was like a very like I believe it's Gemini feel, like with the twins, and oh, like cool. the way they were doing like lots of like circles next to one another, next to one another, and they were talking about like yeah, we both dyed our hair like white at one time, and they were doing these hand circles. At I was the same like, this time? is very Gemini of you. You are a Gemini, aren't you? <laughs> I should have asked if they were Geminis. Well, oh, no. Yeah. The suspense. Maybe maybe we can ask them later. Yeah. A full yeah. podcast yeah. dedicated yeah. to it. Whoa, mm, yes. to everybody's... Maybe I should start reading tarot cards on the podcast, yeah. right? That'd be kind of like creepy, like oh, like oh, you're gonna you're gonna die. <laughs> like, oh. Actually, I feel really good about you know this summer. And all, no, it says you're gonna die. Uh. So what's coming up this summer? Tours? Oh no no no! <laughs> this is a non-touring. Oh yeah. yeah we'll, we'll wrap this up. Uh, you gotta go. <laughs> like, okay. Definitely start running. Yeah, you don't have much time. <laughs> I just got the chills. Okay. No. Uh, anyway, what we am can I end say? on a super positive note. Yeah, sure. Yeah. How do you um, want to end it? 
You can actually, we always try to wrap it up positively, but we would like yeah. you to give it a go. Oh my gosh. Oh, like just saying nice things? Yeah. Sure, yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh, that's like my favorite thing to do. The second, like, I use Facebook for like being like all dorky with my music, but mostly I use Facebook just to be like, I love you so much. <gasps> okay. Um, um, Oh, okay. Let me let me pretend you're typing, okay. and then it'll be easier. Like, what would you type on your Facebook? It right would now? probably be like, "Hey, folks," and then a bunch of backspaces, and like I do that for like an hour trying to figure out what I want to say. No, most of the time. Okay, wait. No, let me think. Um, <laughs> most of my stuff is just basically like, "Hey, you're okay." Okay, shut up, Soph. You're the bomb. Dot com. Um, and like some inspirational quote that I learned that day, not from like dorky like Facebook moms who like shared the pictures with like the impo- impact font that say like. Oh, I love that. No, it's so good. Moms like on Facebook, are yeah. so cute. <laughs> so good. I love it with all of my heart. And so I'm trying to do that without being like as cliche. But I just think that um, if you're listening to this, and you should be listening to this and sponsoring Paper Fit Podcast, um, that you're a wonderful human being, and that even if you're like really dorky like I am, that you know there are good people who care about you and will ask you interesting questions, um, like these folk here, and that. Um, Oh, let's see. How corny can I get? That you're doing the best that you can do at any given time, so you shouldn't feel bad about, like, maybe having a bad day or, like, being a jerk to someone, because you can always be better. Okay, okay, I'm running out of, like, my, my corny arsenal. But I really do mean everything I say, so... That's very sweet. Yeah. That is a beautiful way to end it. Yeah, I love you all. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Big explosion. Yeah. <laughs> this is such a nice, wholesome way to end it. Yeah. Yeah. And you walk away, you put on the sunglasses, like explosion in the background. I could never walk away from explosion without oh, looking. Like, oh, <laughs> like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And like looking behind me like, whoa. I'm going to take a Snapchat. So no eyebrows. You know, oh, exactly. Burn the right It was worth it. Absolutely. For the, for okay. the aesthetic. Oh, and also join my band, please. Oh, yes. There join the band and sponsor us. We'll call it the uh, Torque Newberger Band. <laughs> Absolutely. Like yeah, I'll like name it. my band after you, whoever you are. <sighs> thank stuff. you so much, Sophie, for coming by. And, and thank, thank you, you for cutting, cutting deep with Paper Cut Podcast. Thank you. Oh, that was good. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the podcast. Just a reminder, you can find all of our cuts online at papercutwinnipeg.com. And iTunes and Google Play. We wouldn't mind a sponsor.